Welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Whams! Whams! This, this is the episode where we pivot to talking about a different band, Wham. <laughs> Whams. What does it stand for, Caitlin? I don't know. Oh, wait, here it is. I found it. Uh, <laughs> I, it, it <laughs> I was hoping that you wouldn't see it and just make something up. Uh, I thought about trying to do that, but my brain was still far too much into, like, fucking around mode. So I was not on top of it enough to do that. Um, it stands for waiter, actress, model, singer, which I assume is... The type of people who move to L.A. Yeah, I was going to say who's taking a shot at uh, L.A. people. Yeah. Which is, I think, an interesting concept, one that I've never considered. This is a song I've never considered what it's about. I'll say that Yeah, no, me either. I honestly just like the way it sounds, and that's been enough. It fucking slaps. It fucking slaps. It has, like... It slaps hard. It has, like, such a good balance of, like, some of the dark tones from uh, Infinity on High with, like, the fun, kind of, like, funky musicality Mm -hmm. of All You Do. This is a song that you can tell Pharrell Williams produced because it starts mm-hmm. off with four notes of the exact same tone. Yep. yep. That's his thing. I remember when I learned that about him, I was like, I have to listen to Folly Do right now to know where <laughs> he does it. And like two songs do it. Yeah. It's also got like a really uh, like cool piano riff in the middle that's yeah. like very, very Pharrell Williams. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a great song. Something I found interesting about it, looking at it today on Genius.com, please do not sponsor us, I swear to fucking God. Uh, It has producer credits to (laughs) Pharrell Williams, and also the Neptunes, which is a group he's in, which is interesting. And the thing about that is, it's not like the Neptunes, Pharrell Williams, and uh, Chad Hugo, which is the other half of the Neptunes. It's the Neptunes, Fall Out Boy, Pharrell Williams, and Neil Averon. I don't have a a punchline, it's just surreal to me. Yeah, I don't... I I have my, nothing my to contribute. It's just wild. It's very strange. I would also like to make the the subplot of this episode us thinking of other things that uh, Williams should stand for. Because uh, mm. I did think of one, which I think is probably written up somewhere. On, it's like I think this is Tetsuya Nomura's motto when he's producing games. Because it's because I think it stands for "What about more Soras." <laughs> So that's I how like I would like to one. start like off this subplot. Um, so if I don't have anything interesting to say about the song, assume that I'm thinking about <laughs> bad jokes to make. <laughs> assume I'm shitposting. Do we have more thoughts on the musical side of it? I really like Patrick's range on this one. I mean, this is, we're on Folly Do. All my favorite shit's here. This is where I live. Yeah, Joe is, Joe is living. Yeah, I think Patrick's range is great the way he's dipping into like these darker lower tones i think this we, we joked about this on thanks for the memories that like follow up is like what if we did panic better than panic i think mm-hmm. this is a song where they're evolving like this is the logical progression of what panic could have done if they like refined those darker tones and that like macabre whimsicality that they mm-hmm. were playing with on fever uh and instead they made the best beatles record don't don't at me uh and i love pretty odd very much and see i don't like pretty odd because i don't like the beatles <laughs> Which is fair. I, I yeah. I think I think they're bringing that macabre uh, uh, whimsicality to those folky acoustic tones, and, and I, I don't just, know. I don't like it. I get why people do, but it's not for mm-hmm. me. It's it's my favorite Panic record. I think it's the most interesting one. 
And then uh, after that record, Ryan and the other guy, whose name I don't remember, leave the band, and I get really bored with uh, Panic Sound. Um, Mona Lisa's not too bad, and then I and then uh, Spencer left, and I just do not care about Brendan Urie on his own. He he is not a man who should have unfettered resources and no one telling him no. I love it. You're valid. Super not for me. Uh, pretty pretty out's great. Staying pretty out. Uh, I feel like this is yeah, this is emblematic of who Joe and I are. People sure. that are panicking the disco team. This is that uh that, that that like logical end point of if panic was doing shit this good, I think these are like these tones at a slightly more mature level. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's great. I love yeah, I love that weird bridge in the middle that you were talking about. It's like just Patrick like yeah soulfully scatting it's over a really cool. nice rhythm. I like it rules. You know, like, I'm definitely less the, like, paying attention to the musical stuff, just because, like, I, that's just less how my brain works. But, like, hearing that, I was immediately like, oh, shit, that fucking slaps. Like, mm-hmm. I need to bring this up because it's, like, something that stood out to me. Yeah. I think, uh, I think before this episode, I, my, my thoughts of this song boiled down to musically it slaps and I really like the uh, pre-chorus and chorus. And all of it. Like, the verse is good. The verse slaps hard. But, like, mm-hmm. these are some of my favorite uh, refrains I think the band has written. And then also, yeah, that, that weird jazzy good. bridge. It's extremely fucking good. like to talk about the lyrics of this song i sure would joe i believe it's your turn to start Alrighty. i want to know that the, the genius page points out that there's an instrumental intro i don't think mm-hmm. it's so i don't know why most like most of their songs start with like 30 seconds of yeah there's music. usually uh there's usually one of those it's weird yeah it's weird to see it specified i'm like it's not like this song starts two minutes in yeah like, no the, like it's instrumental a pretty... intro is a thing you see on foreplay long time yeah, like, this is a pretty standard, like, Fall Out Boy intro, I feel. But whatever, genius. Go on. Whatever. Maybe it's in, like, the booklet or something. Usually their shit is, like, from the source, if at all possible. But Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, verse one <laughs> begins with, I'm a young one stuck in the thoughts of an old one's head. When all the others were just stirring awake, I'm trying to trick myself to fall asleep again. Whoa. This this 
this verse is me. I hate to just point at lyrics and say it me, but this is the episode where I get to do it. Yeah, I mean, I do that with everything. I see rolled Animal Crossing and I say that's me, which is true, okay. and I stand by it. But uh um, I don't I don't go here, but you're valid probably. He's a pe- he's a chubby penguin wearing a flannel who stares with no head empty, no thought oh, yeah, head empty sure. face. So, yeah. me. And you are valid. I still don't go here. Yeah, that's that's okay. You don't got to um, I tried to get out, but I'm back in. <laughs> I don't even know why. You are you are not immune to Animal Crossing propaganda. I'm not. I don't even know why I'm here. Like I'm like literally. I just woke up one morning and was like, "It's time to start playing Animal Crossing again." Fucking oh, you were talking about it. You the lyrics at you. Yes, I like them. Yeah, I think I think I agree too. I think that's definitely like a Joe mood of like I'm a young one in an old one's thoughts because you are it's, it's very either much... that or the other way around. Yeah, well, it's like you were because I feel like the vibe with you with a lot of like our mutual friends is very much like you are kind of the youngest person, mm-hmm. and like a lot of us are just kind of like Joe is baby, but also Joe is yeah. old. I always say that like, oh, I'm kind of young, so people at that point start to make up what's the youngest they could rationalize me being. Yeah, and then it's I'm it's usually below that. My birthday is next month, though, so then it's I'll be true. a little bit less. And like we're not like that far apart, but it's like it's no. also just funny it's because like, nine like yeah, you and I are like nine months apart, so we like actually probably are some of the two like closest in age hosts mm-hmm. that you're in a duo with. But like our life experiences are just so wildly different. Uh huh. Half the time I'm like, oh, Joe is baby, and the other half I'm like, no, Joe is like Joe is like of wise older sibling because like they've been married and shit like they've just lived this whole other life that i just like have no experience with it makes it very difficult to relate to people of my age which is a bummer (laughs) because i have i have lived many a lifetime but yeah that's also probably why you're friends with a lot of people who are older than you i have become a dad (laughs) like i did not become a dad when i had a child i became a dad in the beginning of uh the year 2020 (laughs) And the and the answer really is just like I got really into Michael Mann movies. <laughs> the, I like that like your transformation went from like you just being like, you know, I really like movies. I'm gonna just like really start getting into movies. And, and then it turned year, me into a dad. <laughs> this is See, like you, you you smoke weed once and you become gay, did that, knocked out of the way early, and then uh you start watching too many movies and you transform into a dad. See, I'm at I'm just at the part where I smoke weed and I'm gay. And that's fair, and I hope you never have to deal with the things I've dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is dad, doing this for all cord. of us. Uh huh. Joe is making this sacrifice for all of us. I I, text, I was talking to Riley. I don't remember when, because time is fake. I just remember this conversation where I was like, at some point, I will stop making all of my podcasts. I will just only watch silent films, and I will never post online. <laughs> like that is, I think that is my eventual end point. It really is. And it's so funny because, again, going back to the age thing, you, like, made this podcast network. You are, like, the youngest person on it, and you are going to be the one who retires from it first. 100%. I am at, I am at, I'm living at just an accelerated rate. I don't know who my Django Fett was, but I am, unfortunately, Boba Fett. (laughs) God. And one day I will fall in that Sarlacc pit. (laughs) No more Star Wars. No more Star Wars. I'm sorry. Uh... I, is, do you want to read the pre-chorus and the chorus together? Yeah, I do. We were doing really well for a second, and then we just got completely derailed again. Completely it's some derailed. big sun. It's some big three-day weekend energy here. I today. didn't even. I didn't even talk about how relatable the second half of the verse is, which is just inability sleeping. Yeah, that's fair. That's also a mood. 
Um, okay, so the pre-chorus says, My head's in heaven, my souls are in hell, and I do like the way Patrick sings that. Let's meet in the purgatory of my hips and get well. So just fucking. Hell yeah. And then the chorus goes, hurry, hurry, you put my head in such a flurry, flurry. Oh, freckle, freckle. Which I did, I never knew that's what that was. I never Me knew. Neither. I never knew what that line was, just in general. Uh, and it says, what makes you so special? What makes you so special? Uh, and that that's it. That's the, that's the pre-chorus and the chorus. Uh, I don't really have many thoughts on that. I remember thinking that the, when I was a teenager listening to this record i remember thinking the pre-chorus was like one of the cleverest things i just talk about fucking <laughs> and now i'm like yeah it's good it's still good yeah but, like it's fine i just yeah. like it's 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 whatever you know like it's ah uh, it yes uh, good because i have the knowledge of knowing what purgatory is and knowing that it's in the middle of the two things he said in the last line i know he's <laughs> talking about his his big old dick <laughs> i don't know if it's big i've never seen it i know a lot of people have but yeah, it's true. We're, we, I love that we're the Fallout Boy podcast who hasn't seen Pete Wentz's dick. Is that our tagline? Have I'm we, making have... that our Twitter bio. Yes. Yeah, I never. You know, I've never, I've never considered the exact thought I have right now. I've never compared the postmodernist layer of like 2020 online meme-ish comedy. Like, you will see an image, and because you have seen six other images in the past several years you fully understand a very complicated text uh-huh. i've never realized how similar that is to some of the bullshit pete wins writes because there's a lot of things that like you if you know two other things about like the band's career a reference or a movie or a book you will understand a jumble uh-huh. like a word salad that pete wins has written down and the fact that he's been doing this much much longer like an inverse curve because i feel like he's done it less and less as the internet yeah, has reached honestly. those points yeah, Pete was like galaxy reigning far ahead of his time. But that did he plateau? <laughs> I guess. I think the internet caught up and like he wasn't cute and special anymore, you know. Maybe. He cert- I yeah, I he also switched to dad mode. Yeah, he But he, less elegantly because he is in a a boy band. Yeah, he's Do you consider Fall Out Boy a boy band? Like I don't because they play instruments. Is that mm, is that the line? That is my personal line. I consider boy bands to be only vocal groups. Interesting. I guess that makes sense because it, 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 I think compared to like what makes a band an idol group is like, yeah, yeah usually it's a bunch of women who don't play, at least on stage. I don't know yeah. if any of them record, but. Because like, yeah, because to me, right, like, like Five Seconds of Summer, um, One Direction, Backstreet Boys, like all of them are just like cute boys who sing and dance. Mm hmm. Also, the dancing is a big part of it to me. Okay. Which, like, Fall Out Boy thrashes around and shit, but they don't do, like, choreography. Yeah. What if they did? That would be bonkers. I would love it. I don't know if I would love it. I feel like at this point, like, I don't want to watch 40-year-old men. Like, I don't watch, like, I don't watch, like, uh, New Kids on the Block or, like, I can't remember the other one who's still doing shit. I don't watch them because, like, to me, like, watching 40-year-old men try to do dance moves like they're still teenagers is, like, really upsetting. Sure. Valid, fair. But, like, so I think I would hate Fall Out Boy doing that. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would see him try. I, 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 I would watch My curiosity try, probably. is peaked. I probably yeah. would, like, watch it, but, like, I think I would be deeply upset. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, so that's those are my hot boy band takes. Is I think you're only a boy band if you do choreographed dance and if you don't play instruments. Also, I think being young is part of it. Like I think boy is key. Sure. It, yeah, it is a distinction between a, a they, they don't call them uh, man bands no. when they're when they're coming back for their reunion tour at age forty five. Yeah. But I also like if you're if you're, you know, in boys to men at 40, I think you're firmly in the men category. Yeah. And I well, don't the, the band is about band the progression. You're, are you suggesting that at a certain age, the men retire and hire new boys? Yes. Like it's, it's, it's a generational thing that will live on forever. Yes. All I for one. Sh- but as a, I think as a it band. should be like I think it should be like the Captain America where you just pass it on. Well, I'll call him up on the phone, um, give him give him our pitch, and I'll get yeah, back to you. Like in a later I think episode. I think once you hit the age of thirty, you cannot be in a boy band anymore, and you do have to pass the mantle on. Now, that's not saying you can't still be a recording artist, because that would be ageist. I just mm-hmm. don't think that you fit that particular genre anymore. I I think what we need is a second band called Men, just a Man band, band called Men. And when you graduate from boys to men, you are added to the roster of men. And this band just gets bigger and bigger forever. <laughs> the ba- can the band just like rotate like like members? Like it's just like a roster that like yeah. depending on which like performance or song, it's like a different set of men. I would love that. I love bands that are so big that they swap out people regularly. Um, I'm a big fan of that. I feel like it's like what is that? Uh, Brockhampton. I feel yes, like there needs to be example. like a like a grown man version of that. Also, a boy band. Yes, I would say Brockhampton is a boy band. They have a boy band aesthetic, but I don't think they're a boy band because of the switching. By your definition before, none of them yes. play instruments on stage. Actually, that's not yes. true. Bareface will have solo songs. But yeah. I think, well, I mean, them calling themselves a boy band is like trying to make the term less white. Like, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. And I support them well, in that. That's why I call I them a boy I support them band. in that, too. I think my thing with Brockhampton is they're more of like an artist collective to me. Sure. My the idea of boy band to me is like it's like a set group of people who are sold as a package. Sure. And that's not quite what Brockhampton does, but that's also just like getting into the nitty gritty of what yeah. boy band is. I, I feel like they are a package, even if they're not all on every song. Yeah, which I think like I think is fine. Like again, like whatever. If they say they're a boy band, they're a boy band. Like fuck it. But exactly for me personally, I think that like there's a little bit more of like a group brand identity that gets sold. Whereas like Brockhampton doesn't quite do that as much, but mm-hmm. you know, we got really off track again. <laughs> I thought, I thought of another title that this can stand for. Okay. And it's something that you say when you let something uh, like cook for too long and it starts mm-hmm. to like melt and you say, mm-hmm. Whoa, almost made soup. Anyways, me when I buy ice cream first at the grocery store and then have an hour's <laughs> worth of grocery shopping to do. Whoa! Almost made soup. That's me. That's exactly how I uh, operate. The post chorus, I will do the post chorus and the verse since the post chorus is short. Um, but the post chorus says, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to teach you how we're all alone. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then verse two starts and it says, Guild me, build me. It's your club, so let me in. Let me in. Knowing how heartwarming it is inside your skin. That's a scary line. Yeah, I've never 
no one, I'm sure it's sexual. I've I've never it's just uh aggressively so. Yeah, I mean, I also just like I don't know. Anytime anybody says anything about being in someone else's skin, I just because of who I am as a person, I just immediately yeah. go to serial killer shit. Super valid. That's just you know, that's just how it be. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've def I don't think I've ever clocked what those words sound like not coming out of Patrick Stump's angelic voice. And I'm like, oh, I don't actually know if I like those words next to each other. Yeah. The more I look at it, the less I like it. Yeah, um, I, wish, I don't know what guild me, build me means. I We have been so off the shits this episode, I haven't once clicked any of these annotations. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, I forgot I'm like, we've well, said enough. I forgot that there even were annotations. Um, guild me, build me, it's your club, let me in. I feel like that perfectly relates back to the people who go to L.A. Blake theme, um, yeah. which is a theme I have not consciously thought about reading any of these other words. So I don't know if that's a, a, a plus or a minus to the song. Yeah, I'm not really sure either. I guess the post-chorus could be. I could see a reading for the chorus. The pre-chorus, when it becomes so... I guess, all right. I guess I could see the song being addressed to the industry of, like, L.A. entertainment. And then I think I, I, I could see what is being done thematically by sexualizing that the relationship of trying to be successful in this industry that values people so poorly, um, how that relationship could become uh, sexual in nature, like the way bodies are commodified. Also, uh, waiter, actress, model, singer, I think those are all coded as feminine Woman. jobs. Yeah. yeah. And that being said, I don't hate, if, if that's the intention, I think it works. Like, I don't, I'm not mad at Pete for writing about that feminine experience, and he doesn't, I don't feel like he fucks it up. No, I feel like I don't trust him with the intent, but the actual song itself doesn't do anything fucked, so... Exactly, yeah. And I, and as much as I, you know, I'm, like, saying that it doesn't fuck it up, I think that might be because the song is so gender-neutral. None of the things yeah. it's talking about are inherently, like, coded with masculinity or femininity. Yeah, I agree. I thought of another title for Whams um, that I will now share with you. Caitlin is... Um, away from the microphone at this moment. Uh, but I, I, I think when you see a, sh- a shitty person online trying to talk down a woman uh, about how his opinion's right, I believe he would start his tweet with, wait, another man said. I'm just going to sit here and try to think of some more. I think as a bonus, just like alongside what another man said, or wait, another man said. I think you could also... Uh, Similarly, see those same people online uh, using this acronym to mean, what about my side? Or what about men's side? That also works. Okay, I'm ready to finish this never-ending recording. Another use of the acronym could be my diary (laughs) entry that said, Wednesday afternoon, made sandwiches. (laughs) That one's good. I like that. How much of this song is left? For your fucking quarantine journal. Uh-huh. Yeah, every, every Wednesday just says whams, and that's why. There's just, like, different annotations of, like, P, B, and J, H for ham, T mm-hmm. for turkey. <laughs> I've built a cipher so no one uh, can know what I'm writing in my diary, but it's just a cipher for what type of sandwich I made. <laughs> you inexplicably only eat sandwiches. Yeah.
Um, so the song continues forever. Uh, there's a great little instrumental bridge section. Uh, but yeah, so how would you describe this outro? Because it doesn't uh, sound like the rest of the song. It doesn't, and it transitions into the next song, which is $20 Nosebleed. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think we've done it. I can't remember if that was a song we were supposed to have a guest for or not. So I I, I, that's why I don't know. know if I've done it. it so it's it's Patrick doing like soul singing and yeah, he's got a soul he voice said, yeah and it says mama if we don't take the medication we won't sleep for days we won't sleep for days mama if we pray to the lord oh does he sing on a stage does he sing on a stage we waste it all in the back of a long dark car and I'm a sunshine machine uh, I want to get stuck. I want to get stuck and be golden in your memory. Mm-mm. Oh, oh. So, I, do you think that's a reference back to golden? I don't know. Probably not. I think it's just the word golden. Yeah, I normally normally I'm not the the. Do you think that was the song thing? But like, uh huh. For this one in particular, I'm kind of like I could see it. I I don't yeah I don't know if it connects strongly. I could see it, but I don't think it's. Yeah, it's one thing. Like I don't, I don't know that my read is that it is, but I could see it. Mm-hmm. I like this outro. I think it's. I don't know. It's like weird to hear Patrick do this thing as a white man. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound actively bad. Like it's not like he's no. bad at it. It's just like I squint. No, it's just it's weird. It's a weird mm-hmm. vibe. Um, but lyrically, I think it's good. Reading it now, I could see again how it relates back to this uh aspiring talent yeah in, in, in an industry really that doesn't value weird, like tone shift too. yes absolutely it kind of comes out of nowhere it's i i group it with pete wentz doing slam poetry at the end of a song just because it's like oh now it's different for the last 45 seconds Yeah, I, th- I think going back to the reference to not sleeping works in the first line, um, talking about taking medication, uh, I like the question of, like, does the Lord play on a stage? Like, is, is the person at the top of this hierarchy also doing this thing that I value so heavily? And uh, waste it all in the back of a long, dark car, and I'm a sunshine machine. It's pretentious, but fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it's pretentious, but, like, I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I like plenty of pretentious stuff. It's just if it plays, it plays. Yeah, but yeah, that's 
That's Whams. Whams! Whams! <coughs> that's it. That's the song. I have nothing else. That's the song. I'm trying to not <coughs> choke. Yeah, it sounds like you're dying. Are you good? I'm good. I'm not sick. It's just weed. Okay, I got that. I'm good. Good. God bless. Whams! Whams! Oh, it's very fun to say, but that is the song. It's it's I like what it's doing, but it's just so very surface level of doing it. Not in a way yeah. that bothers me, but in a say that in a way that I have nothing else to say beyond like, yeah, it works. Yeah, like I I it, it's good at what it is. It's just what it is is not trying to be very deep. Yeah. And I think considering it's Pete doing it, I'm fine with it. Like, I think if it went much deeper, there would be more room to fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. When I read the uh that co- that concept of waiter, actress, model, singer, it did make me think of the film La La Land. So mm. I will probably pick a pairing from that soundtrack. But yeah, so there will be a song from the film La La Land on the playlist next to this one. This, the link to that playlist will be in the show notes, or you can search on Spotify for FOB cast as one word. Jalen! Yes, Joe. Where could people find you on the internet? You can find me on twitter.com at CGNARs and over on my website, uppercutcrit.com. You can find myself on social media at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J. Oh, I make a couple other podcasts. You can find them all on the same podcast network as this one, The Orange Groves, on the website, theorangegroves.com. Just so we address it, because uh, I am going to leave them up for uh, forever. Uh, we had like segments of an Argonauts episode in our feed last week. We did. I hope you all went and checked out that full episode. Uh, love the Argonauts. It was, a, I think, a cool idea for them to spread their episode around uh, mm-hmm. based on the source material of... Lonely Girl 15. I did not listen to the fragmented part. I did just listen to the full episode on Patreon, but uh, it was a fun idea if you're into that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a neat thing, and I hope someone who hadn't checked out the show did from that or will. Yeah. Um, I hope that all great. you argy people enjoyed that. Yeah. I love an arg. I like hearing about them. I like that more than doing them. <laughs> I'll say that. Yeah, I don't. My brain doesn't really work in that way. I, Ar- Argonauts and Game Mechanics are two shows on this network that I really appreciate for being great looks at mm-hmm. things I am not firsthand involved in. Yes. They both work really well because I like hearing people talk about things that they're passionate about that mm-hmm. I have no interest in. Because hearing other people be excited is interesting, which is how Austin Walker's gotten me to buy way too many games that I <laughs> do not like. Uh- <laughs> yeah, that's my other plug. Go listen to Game Mechanics. Great fucking podcast. Yeah. Game Mechanics fucking rules. What else do we plug? For this uh, show. We got a Twitter. Twitter. It's SWGGpod. I'm changing our bio to say the only Fall Out Boy podcast that's never seen Pete Wentz's dick. That's great. Because it's true. And that is a factual statement. I don't know if you can hear the ice cream truck. Oh, it's just. I can't. <laughs> as soon as I said that, it just hard cut off. And I, that's <laughs> scary. <laughs> it's raining here today. So there are no ice cream trucks. But uh, I just started coming out. I just realized I left my window open. Which I'm sure is fine for my audio but the ice cream truck did come in which long fans uh long time fans of got it memorized will know i have a deep-seated rivalry with <laughs> swgd pod swgd pod on twitter and then uh you can check out the orange gross patreon for the huge amount of cut content that's going to come from this episode the full podcast episode that is just as long as this one <laughs> probably longer honestly probably actually because this will get cut down <laughs>
Yeah. And uh, you already said the playlist. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. What is... Uh, oh, we'll be back next one with th- these two songs that we're recording. This one and the next one. Uh-huh. Both have weird fucking names. They really very much do, yeah. For a band with weird names, these are some weirder ones. Yeah, these are like weird in the canon of weird Fall Out Boy song mm-hmm. titles. So, so stay tuned for that cryptic hint. Caitlin! Yes, Joe. Is this more than you bargained for yet? Yeah, but not because of Fall Out Boy. <laughs> yeah, okay, extremely fair. If you have any uh, great things that the title could stand for, please tweet at us, and we will retweet them if they don't suck. Yeah. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. Hi, everyone. I'm Andrew. Hi, I'm Marn. This is the Argonauts Podcast. Each week, I'm going to try and solve an old defunct ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That's true. Marn, what ARGs have we covered so far? So far, we have covered Spectacular Organic Frog Fractions 2, Sexy Girl Max 2019, and This Is My Milwaukee. And that list is only going to continue to grow. Yep. Come check us out every other Thursday on the Orange Groves Network. And you can find us at argonautspod.com. Thank you.